0: this is the sclo library podcast i'm david pensick communications manager for sclo center region library We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, March 20th, 2019. So happy first day of spring. And I probably congratulations to all of us for making it through what was kind of a rough winter here this year in central Pennsylvania. And hopefully that will be weather that we won't be seeing anytime soon. For today's episode... For today's episode, in case maybe you've noticed, uh, each fourth Tuesday of the month, there is a white vehicle, white van, parked outside Sklo from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., the Link. It's the Pennsylvania CareerLink uh, mobile unit. And anyone can go on board if you're in the market looking for a job. It can help you with uh, job searches, resume, uh, workforce training, career guidance, and for today's episode, I talked with the project coordinator for the LINK, Craig Kurtz. He's been in that position since August of 2018. Before that, he, he, he's a retired uh, principal. He, if, he worked in the Montour, Montour's Area School District for 34 years, the last 11 as an elementary principal. So he had a great career in education and now is the project coordinator for the LINK. And the link serves nine counties, so not just Center County. It goes across uh, to many parts of the state. And it's for people who maybe aren't close to where there is a Pennsylvania CareerLink office building. They can come into the link, the mobile unit, and get some same information in terms of looking for work, helping with their resumes, all that. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Craig Kurtz. And by the way, the next time the link is parked outside of sclo is coming up on Tuesday, March 26th starting at 10 a.m. So here's my co- a conversation with Craig Kurtz, the project coordinator for The Link. Okay, today we're uh, joined by uh, Craig Kurtz, who's uh, the uh, program uh, co- project coordinator for The Link that uh, comes to Sclo every month. And uh, Craig, thanks for joining us. And I want to—I guess—first ask you know, you used to were retired for a while as a principal, and you worked in education. How did you? uh, How did it come about that you took this position as the project coordinator for the link?
1: Well, first of all, thanks for having having me. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. The um, the opportunity with the link, as you mentioned, I was in education for 35 years. um, The last 23 as a Uh, working in a middle school as an assistant principal in the last 11 as an elementary principal. And when I retired back in June of 2017 from my position, um, I was searching for something where, again, I could work with people, not necessarily young people, but people of all ages, where I could assist people, um, not knowing what direction I was going to go. I tried some different jobs um, that were completely out of education and just missed being having contact with other people. So I um, applied for a position with the PA CareerLink, uh, and I started this position this past August of 2018, and uh, I just love it. It's something that's kind of taken the place of being working in an elementary school,
0: which I also um, really enjoy. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you get to run the gamut from elementary, and now you're working with uh, people who are at least trying to enter the workforce or get a job. Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, from five year old kindergartners to twenty uh, eight year olds. That's pretty much it. Yes. Are there any similarities between uh, deal between working with the two? Um, actually, the five year olds are better behaved.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely better behaved. Um, yeah. The link um it comes uh, comes to slow uh, once a month and um and I guess keep talking about what you know how it started in 2017 so about a year before you came on board uh what was the thinking of of developing this this mobile unit and how have you seen it develop in the time you've worked with it the
1: the thinking was um cpwdc is the organization that got the initial grant to purchase the vehicle Um, the vehicle the link has um, seven computer stations we have wireless access we have a printer um, what the thinking was, for people who could not get to a PA CareerLink, all of our services are free. There's no cost for any service that we provide, whether it be a workshop, whether it's printing, whether it's uh, job applying. So the, the thought process was to take, have a vehicle that we could take to areas where people could not get, physically get into the, to the building, a uh, CareerLink building. Closest one to you probably would be Belfont, for example. So um, the idea was to go in—not necessarily—we uh, go in rural areas, but also areas like State College, where people cannot get to a Career Link. So we can provide pretty much all the services, a lot of the services that the PA Career Link provides, we can provide right on the link vehicle.
0: So that was the thought process for for having the link. Oh, that's good. Um, how have you seen it in the time, you know, especially, I guess, with Sclo, um the usage that you've you've seen, and, or other areas, I guess, other areas that you park? I mean, how, how have people been using it?
1: One area we see, um, most people that come on um, in all the areas we go, I go nine counties. I go all the way from Lewistown, Fieldsburg, all the way over to Mount Carmel, Burwick, that area. Uh, most of the people that come on um, are people who are – Um, re-entering the workforce very often people that are maybe in their 50s and 60s who are looking for part-time work or possibly full-time work with benefits a large thing that part of our job is to create uh, a professional resume because a lot of people like myself coming out after a 35-year career my resume was obsolete Um, resumes are much different what people are looking for now business people are looking for so a large part of my job is to help build a professional resume that then we can use to start job searching and applying for positions. So I would say what we have seen because of the economy, not everybody's going to agree, but, you know, economy's pretty strong right now. And there are a lot more people looking for employees and employees looking for employers that where we go. So in the past um, six months or so um, usage has been down a little bit at the public facilities. Um, A lot of people that I follow up with phone calls, I'm finding out that people we worked with three or four months ago are are gaining employment, which is a good thing. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, But I would go back to a large number being um, a lot of people um, who are are not familiar with computers. People have trouble at most jobs you apply for online now. And there are a lot of people that come on that just don't have that uh, either access to the Internet or they're lacking computer skills. So we can help them with applying for positions right here on the vehicle.
0: What, and what kind of, you mentioned you come across people you've worked with who are now employed. I mean, what, what kind of satisfaction does that bring to you that, you know, you were part of that process to help this person get a job? I mean, that's, that's what is the, the thing that really
1: I enjoy the most about this job is when I call, follow up with people or they call me. I just had a young lady who actually had a four-year college degree that realized after she got out of college she didn't want to do what she went to college for and she wanted to completely switch switch gears so <clears throat> excuse me she came on the link in our very rural area and we were able to find a couple things that she was interested in and um, two weeks later she called me and told me that she got a position that she loved and a week later she called me and said she'd already been promoted so that and the other one is um a lot of seniors who um have, uh, have a need to go back to work um, to gain some extra income. The, um, getting those people to get either uh, get them more computer literate is, is a big step and also to help them apply for jobs. And when they get a part-time job, um, they are ecstatic because they never thought they'd be able to apply for a job online, let alone get a new job. So that is definitely what we're attempting to do and the best part of this, this job.
0: Are there oh, I'm sorry are there types of jobs that are, are parts of business that are are um, I guess that, that are what what's hiring now what types of jobs do you see the, that the biggest demand the biggest CD if you have a CDL license you can get hired right now um, there
1: is not the the gas industry starting to creep back in again um, but we have a Great demand. Everybody's looking for CDL. People with a CDL license. Many companies will actually train people and get their CDL license. The Career Link, um, in many cases, can find uh, money to help people get their CDL license. So that's one vocation. The other one is uh, CNA, Certified Nurse Assistants. Um, there is a great demand, as you as you know, in every community for RNs, LPNs, and CNAs. Um, We do job hires also for companies. The the vast number of companies that we go and do job hires for are looking for CNAs. Um, They are far and in between. So those occupate the health field um, and the CDL licenses. If you have any kind of uh, skill as HVAC, welding, electrical,
0: um, those are in high demand, very high demand jobs. You talked about uh, seniors who are maybe looking for part-time work and maybe they're not as computer literate or whatever. Do you, how do you work with them? Cause th- th- I wonder if that's a, do they get, is it a, a frustration or do, how do they feel? It, it is.
1: It's, yeah. it's very frustrating for them yeah. and you can see it when they get on. Um, if they can get to a career link, there's free classes and workshops on basic computer skills. Um, so, we encourage them if they can to sign up for those, which often they do. But on that vehicle, if we have a, a person who is just struggling, I will politely ask them if they would like me to take over the keyboard and allow them to give me the information and I will put it into the application for them. Um, you know, we try to have everybody do as much as they can themselves. Uh, but also at the same time, you know, you need to be realistic. I'll get 70. P- people who are 70 years old who never really used a keyboard. So I'll just politely ask them if they would like me to take over for them. And, and usually they say yes, but I also encourage them to
0: maybe get some basic um, workshop, take some basic workshops on keyboarding. We're getting to close to graduation season. Do, do, is this a Would this be a good um, thing for... Students who are graduating to maybe come to the link and take a look at what's available. Yeah,
1: absolutely. There's a there's a lot of um, positions that are just uh, seasonal. That places that people are looking for seasonal workers. Um, there are we get we do get. I have not worked the spring before. Um, right after graduations, I looked at last year's log, and we seem to get a really upswing in visitors about the time you're talking about people coming on looking for seasonal work. So there's definitely seasonal work to be had. A lot of it, a lot of it's with, um, you know, different colleges, uh, hiring people for the summer, um, different outdoor places for outdoor work, but definitely a good chance to come on. If anything, come on and we'll help them build a resume. Because what a lot of people are doing is they're using a resume that um, really is outdated or they're using a resume with a lot of mistakes on it. And most we we talk to businesses quite a bit, and people HR people quite a bit, and human resources. And if they see if they see a, a resume that has some misspellings and use the punctuation that's not appropriate, they don't even read the resume. So I would say for the young people, building the resume, getting it a professional resume is step one, and that's something that the career links can help with, and we can also
0: help with on the link. Yeah, you talked about how that was sort of maybe a change. From when you were out looking for work, um, any other surprises you've noticed uh, that um, maybe when you were applying for jobs uh, back in the day that compared to now? Um,
1: prob- I mean, resume v one. There's there's not a need for an objective anymore. They don't want your you know back when before they wanted your references on your resume. That's not that's not necessary anymore. They're looking for a separate uh, list of uh, references. I mean the other the other thing that's different is just there are some companies that still have you apply paper and pencil but the biggest difference is is that you need to go on and complete applications and then very often you take a a um, a test at the end of the application process and it may take an hour an hour and a half to apply uh, companies tell us one reason they do this is just to see if the person's going to follow through um because what they'll do, is they'll have you upload your resume, but then they'll ask you to fill an application with the exactly the same information. And when I ask employers about this, they basically are saying, we just want to see if they're going to do it. And then the test at the end, sometimes there are 100 questions. Um, I've watched people on the link take it. And some people will just stop in the middle and say, I'm not doing it anymore. Again, they're just seeing if someone will go through and commit to the process. So I would say the online applying is is the biggest you know the biggest difference for people.
0: Yeah. Um. I also want to touch on this other great program that uh, PA CareerLink has is is this reentry a reentry program it has I guess, through uh, Rockview. Can you talk a little bit about that. Yeah. We um the the CareerLinks throughout the state all work with in, in
1: some way or another with different institutions, different um, um, prisons. We. Um, being that I work nine counties, one of the places I do work is at the um, camp at Rockview. We started there back in um, September, and we have a program where we're working with inmates who are getting out within the next year. And what uh, what we do is we run workshops with them on interviewing, we run workshops on um What's available out there at the Career Links? We do a workshop on resume writing, and then we actually write resumes with them. They cannot get on the internet, but we create their professional resumes. Then my partner and I later download their resumes into their um, Career Link account. But we also run mock interviews with them before they get out. So we take them through the whole process from. Um, here's what a resume looks like, help them with their resume. You know, their difficulty, of course, is, is that big gap in education or in employment. So um, we do a resume with them known as a combination resume that most people do now anyway, whether they're incarcerated or not, which emphasizes your skills rather than your job history. So we put an emphasis on their skills because a lot of the gentlemen I'm working with at Rockview um, have, are certified in many, many skills and um so they we really emphasize their skills and their resume and then we run them through mock interviews and give them an evaluation of their interview i did interviewing for 23 years as a principal so um that's something that comes into play i have a little experience interviewing people and we interview them just for a job that they're going to go for when they get out of prison the hope of course for everybody is that they don't go back they become a productive member of society and they get a job and and that's what they want, and that's what we want. So that's what we strive for. And I do that in uh, prisons throughout nine counties
0: in Pennsylvania. Have you have you heard many uh, success stories with the program about, about people being released and, and finding employment then? Yes, absolutely.
1: There are companies that um, some of the skills that these uh, folks are coming out with um that they're getting certified like the flagger industry. That's another one people who are flaggers at construction sites, these folks are getting certified in that in prison, in many of the prisons, and go right into those jobs. Um, The other one is like at at Rockview, those gentlemen out there, of course, are working in the lumber industry. They're coming out through Penn State University. They're coming out certified to work in in that kind of landscaping business, also tree trimming and things like that. And there are many companies who are seeing this as a plus because they don't have to do the training. These people are already coming out, having all this. Some of those guys have been working at that camp two or three years, and they're coming out with a great deal of experience. So those kind of companies are hiring them right up because they don't have to train them. So there, there's two areas where we're seeing you know, companies um,
0: picking up people who are coming out of, the, uh, of Rockview. That's that's, great. that's a Great program. Um, before we wrap up, uh, Craig, a, a question I ask all our guests is: uh, you know, talk about a book or books that maybe have impacted you, or that you're maybe reading now and really enjoying. Um, I know in talking with you off off air, so to speak, we, you right. your love of nonfiction. I mean, are books that stand out? To right. you?
1: Um, you know, nonfiction books. Anything. I, I don't. I don't really, to be honest with you. I don't look at the author. I look at the topic. I am a huge fan. I'm a big reader of anything. World War two. Um, that era just fascinates me from the European theater to Japanese, uh, the the Asian theater, anything I can get about the people, uh, autobiographies or autobiographies, um, of people during world war two. I'm fascinated by, uh, the civil war. Also, I was a history teacher prior to being a principal. I was a history teacher, high school, middle school. So, um, I taught a lot of Civil War history, uh, especially Gettysburg. Still go to Gettysburg quite a bit. Anything I can get on the Civil War, um, again, anything I can find new in a Civil War, I love to read. As far as that, I, my last uh, 11 years as an elementary principal, I fell in love again with Dr. Seuss, like everybody else. So I I was the principal that dressed up as the cat in a hat on Dr. Seuss Day, um, passed out the... Uh, cookies that were, uh, and, and read the green, green eggs and ham at lunchtime. And we had green eggs at lunch. And, and, um, you know, my greatest memories actually of reading or reading children's uh, books to my children who are now uh, young adults. Um, but going back to elementary school was a great thing because I got to read a lot more of those books I used to read my children at night. Um, you know, and that's the thing I remember, I forgot about the, the how important that is to to read to your children every night and I got to do that again in my career so that was a great thing but but I'm definitely a nonfiction World War two Civil war buff.
0: Mm. well that's great great memories uh, well Craig hey thank you so much for your time and definitely encourage people to visit the link when it comes to slow each month and uh, and uh, thank you again Craig yeah
1: thank you very much we'll be there the uh, fourth
0: Tuesday of every month. market for a job, job search, new career, maybe you're retired and from one career want to maybe look for some part-time work in another field, check out the link each fourth Tuesday of the month at Sklo and the next one is coming up pretty soon here on March 26th and it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. there'll be there there'll be people there on Inside the link that can help you with your job searches, your resume. As you heard from Craig, resumes are, have changed greatly. If you haven't had to put one out there in the last uh, few years, you want to maybe get a new resume out and uh, start looking for a new job. Other events at Sklo coming up on Sunday, March 24th. This is a great event. We're welcoming back Rebecca Roan. She's a former Sklo employee, state high grad. She has come out with her debut picture book, Dragons Get Colds 2. And she's having a book launch party in our community room from 2.30 to 4 on Sunday, March 24th. There'll be activities. Of course, she'll read from her book, talk about what it was like putting together the book, and there'll be a book signing. So Rebecca Roan on Sunday, March 24th. And then the next day, Monday, March 25th, registration opens for the April Book Club for kids ages 0 to 12. You can log log in, register on on Monday, March 25th, and then uh, start logging in your books on April 1st. Set a goal. If you reach the goal, you get entered, win a prize and entered into a drawing for a wooden castle. And then Center County Reads events are starting to wind down a little bit on Sunday, March 35th. First, uh, two thirty p.m. Meet the Creek. Uh, so that this is actually at Shavers Creek, where you'll get to see some of the raptors and the birds there. Of course, the center current reads book this year is Vulture by Katie Fallon. So that'll be a great event to see some of these birds that the vultures and the um, other other raptors that Shavers Creek uh, houses. And then Thursday, April 4th, is Katie Fallon's visit, which of course puts a cap on this year's Center County Reads program. That will be at the Nittany Lion Inn. So so Center County Reads events are starting to wind down, but still plenty of chance to read the book if you haven't yet. And definitely uh, check out Shaver's Creek on March 31st and see Katie Fallon speak on Thursday, April 4th. Also on April 4th, earlier that day, its research Unplug kicks off its spring 2019 schedule in our community room and as a little preview check out next week's podcast episode where i talk with sharima young from penn state and we go over the uh, the schedule and some uh, great speeches that are going to be great discussions that are going to be part of the spring schedule including a special one On May 2nd, which is where some Penn State grad students are going to come in and talk about the research they're doing. So Research Unplugged Spring 2019 schedule begins on Thursday, April 4th in our community room. And then on, actually, Saturday, March 23rd, a little plug. Super Fair at the Nittany Mall is going to be taking place from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And Sklo Library, along with Center County Libraries, uh, we are going to have a table together at Super Fair. So if you're at the mall on Saturday, March 23rd, come check out our table. We'll have some information, a calendar of events, so some information on all, all the uh services we have available at both our libraries, at the Sklo Library and throughout the Center County Libraries branches. And, of course, all all our information is available on our website, SkloLibrary.org. We have social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, of course, continue to listen to these podcast episodes, rate them, let people know about them. And we hope to see you again. Next week, we'll be talking with Sharima Young to preview Research Done Plugged. But until then, we hope to see you at Sklo Library.